0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Project Deep End. The show about building a pool service business. I'm your host, Dave. And, ah, just passed by a pool guy on the side of the road getting towed. Poor guy. Okay, so, uh, it is Friday. Uh, I wanted to get another one of these out. I got a little bit of a drive. Um, I just did six pools. It's 9.30 in the morning. uh, And I am... I just kind of got bombarded by a couple of service calls that I just have to go and do real quick and then get back to my route. So, taking a little breather uh, in the middle of the day to go do those. So, here we are. Uh, So, something I've been kind of thinking about recently um, after kind of making a lot of these changes and we're not done uh, sort of fixing a lot of the problems we have. Uh, We have fixed our profit problem we fixed our owner's pay problem and uh you know that's been great and we've also uh fixed our late payer problem um to the, for the most part i mean we, we still have to sort of put a bow on it but and do some kind of finishing touches but for the most part you know policy implemented you don't pay on time you don't get service and that's been great that's actually been like one of the best things we've ever done um and uh you know cleaving out the crappy customers uh facing the pools that i need to just address the rates dramatically um or they need to hit the road uh you know we're, we're still working on that i've got one to call today um i called one earlier this week we just need to drain her pool and restart and she needs a new pump and uh, I, i'm i'm not really going to accept anything but yes do it or we hit the road um You know, so these kinds of things we're still going through, but for the most part, like we we've made it through. We fixed the biggest one is fixing the profit problem. The fact that I was operating at cash flow negative for so long, um, we were operating inefficiently with me out of the route. I mean, I just I had one idea uh, of how this could uh, this could work, and it turned out to be wrong, and and I'm course correcting, Um, and it's great. But now that we're here. Now that I fixed these profit problems, now that I fixed uh, you know these bad customer problems, and, and I'm I'm currently working on it, uh, it's actually been pretty interesting to see what's happening. So uh, this whole time I've still been able to grow, despite the fact that I don't answer all of all of the you know phone calls that come in, all the text messages that come in, that I you know new numbers that I don't recognize, I, I don't answer all of them. In fact, I, I would say that I probably answer. Um, uh, less than half at this point because I'm just really busy with other stuff. I'm, I'm busy with taking care of the, the business that I do have. Um, trying to fix uh, a few things from a, a, on my team perspective, a few things. you know um, We're just fixing a lot of things so I don't really have a lot of time to bring on new customers. But we're still growing and, and, and what I've noticed, is, so to give you an idea, I think our book of business prior to us starting to fix this, like the average was like 127 per month. real bad. Really, really low, um, you know, uh, revenue per customer. Um, doable, profitable, but should be higher for sure. Um, but you know, the grandfathered in, and, and we're surviving, and you know, that's it. Well, the average of the new customers that I've picked up over the last, you know, two three weeks, which is about I don't know, roughly, let's just call it eight new customers over the last um, two three weeks. The average has been like one ninety. So pretty, pretty great um, to see that. Pretty, pretty cool to see that, and it's it's got me kind of thinking. You know, um, I did the the customer count just recently. We're at 192, and for those of you who've been listening for a while, uh, you know that that's not that far off. But for those of you who don't, like, we have been hovering around the 195 range since April and i started cutting people out i started dropping customers who don't pay on time i started you know dropping customers that were just like not worth it anymore um not to mention, we've started losing customers. We've been losing customers like crazy, um, especially some that have been disrespectful. And I sort of, you know, had to let them know that their behavior is going to need to change. Um, I actually yelled at a customer recently and he, he dropped a month later. He was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And I'm like, no, 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 we're not doing your pool anymore. And he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We, you know, like, hold on now. And um, and then he dropped later. So he, I think he just didn't want me to get the satisfaction of firing him. He just wanted to fire me, but I don't care. Good riddance, dude. Um, good luck with that behavior with any other pool company, and good luck with finding a company in that area of town that is going to consistently show up. Um, not going to happen, probably. So, um, and I've had a few customers, you know, claim that it's for financial reasons, and they, without fail, they are the cheapest of the customers. Um, and uh, but what I've also noticed is a lot of these people are starting to come back. A lot of these people are calling me back saying, "Hey, can we can we come back?" <laughs> Uh, so pretty interesting. I, I actually, so the whole reason why we stopped to sl- and slowed down and decided to take these steps back to fix these issues, these bleeding issues on bleeding cash um, kind of issues with the, with the business was so that we could hopefully one day uh, start to, you know, move forward again and continue to grow and get back to the dream of have, building a big company that ev- effectively runs on its own without me. I mean, that, that dream never stopped. Um, I did, it did, uh, this whole sort of experience these last, this last month, month and a half, um, has really called into question my dream of, of building a big company. Um, you know, for example, I just was leaving uh, distribution and there was a guy in the parking lot, clearly solo operator, you know, solo, single polar, uh, fixing a sweep, just listening to music while I fix the sweep out in front. And, you know, I, I see that and there's definitely a little, there, there's an allure there. There's a I, every, almost every day, I'm tempted to just be a single polar and not deal with employee issues and not deal with this many customers and, you know, probably make more than what I make now. I mean, I don't know if I, I probably make about the same as what I'm making now, now that I fixed our profit problem. Um, But that's the thing. Like at the end of the day, like I might be able to make a little bit more, but it would be a lot more work. Um, and then also, uh, I, I would make roughly the same as what I'm making now if I were to be a single polar. I'm, I'm still, because we haven't, I guess this is what I'm trying to say, because we have not shrunk that much. I thought we were going to lose like 40 customers overnight. And I thought, um, you know, it was going to be a grind to, to try to rebuild that. But what's really happened is, we've more or less kind of broken even. I've grown a little bit and then I've shrunk a little bit and then I've grown a little bit and shrunk, you know, got a few customers, lost a few customers, got a few customers, lost a few customers. And that's been the way it's been going since April. And, uh, you know, I, I, um, I'm, I'm now starting to see that we're actually, I, I think, and I don't want to jinx myself, but I think our pacing has finally reversed instead of shrinking slightly faster than we're growing I actually think we may be growing faster than we're shrinking and again I'm not really putting in the effort to make that happen it's just sort of happening. And it's really... It's been a really interesting uh, thing to witness. I mean, I've been working. Like, it's not like I don't... Like, these magically happen. I go to these pools. I quote these pools. I talk to these customers. I get them signed up. I, you know, I do the whole sales process. But um, I've just... It's been such a back burner thing. Like, I get to it when I can. And I let, like, leads... If I just get even a the smallest hint that I don't want to do the pool, I just say no. Um... But what's been happening is I'm charging more than I've ever charged before. I mean, I quoted a pool yesterday for $275. I don't really want the pool um, at all, really. I really don't want that pool. But, you know, 275 hundred that's insane. Like, I've never quoted a pool for that much. And I wouldn't do it for anything less because it's out of the way. It's out in the middle of nowhere. It's a big pool. It's going to be a lot of work. Um you know, anytime anything goes wrong, like I'm gonna have to drive all the way out there, right? So it's, it's really like I quoted the pool of, and I, and I gave him some recommendations for people who may be a little bit closer so that, you know, he doesn't have to pay that crazy price. Cause frankly, it's not a fair price um, for, for the, the amount of work that that pool is going to be. It's not really a fair price. I just have to factor in the, where the location. Um, and, uh, you know, so, but, but the point is, is, you know, $200 pools now are, is not a, is a, I did it, I've gotten a couple, I I had like one, right? And then I, like last year I had one, then this year I got like one, and then I got another one, and then I got another one, and then in the last couple of weeks I've gotten like a few of them, and what's interesting is I, I think that I can just charge that much. Not in every area that I service, but in a lot of the areas that I service, and um, so Not only are we growing faster than we're shrinking, all of a sudden, with me not trying, and us being profitable, and me taking the profits out and paying myself for the first time in the two and a half years I've been doing this—more than two and a half years that I've been doing this—which has been really cool—but we also are now growing. We're growing, and oh, sorry, we're growing faster for the first time, uh, and um, and we're charging more than I've ever charged before, and it's really interesting. I don't know; it's it's hard to to explain like why this is so like. What, it's hard to explain the feeling uh, um, of seeing this. I'm not overly excited because I also don't necessarily believe that this is gonna stay, um, stay this way and I'm really not trying, but I, I think in fixing the business, in fixing mainly the payment issues, like cutting the crappy customers and having the mindset of, I don't tolerate bad customers anymore, so maybe there's something like different about my aura, my presence. I don't know, but it's pretty sweet. It's pretty sweet that I'm we're closing these pools. And I actually think we may be on the upswing for the first time. Now, I'm not holding my breath. I'm not saying we are. I'm not getting my hopes up. I'm really not that uh, excited by this. I'm just sharing an observation that it kind of appears that we are starting to make forward progress again without me really trying to make forward progress. And I'm curious to find out once... I Now, I need to fix some some issues with my team members' performance uh, before I really can go back to being gung-ho towards sales. Um, I mean, I could go gung-ho ho, ho towards uh, sales, but honestly there's just and I said it in yesterday's podcast I'm just one guy there's a lot of problems that I'm focusing on and that's just not one of the ones I'm prioritizing Uh, you know going going crazy on the sales and and really getting aggressive and trying to grow I'm not I'm not trying to grow right now because I have bigger fish to fry you know there's no reason to grow if we have proven for the last three four months that we can't handle more than 195 of customers without starting to bleed them so I gotta fix these problems first but I'm I am starting to get really curious to see, like, what happens when I just, you know, I take the gloves off and I really go after those sales again, you know, with the lead volume that I have right now. And it is cyclical; it'll probably go down as the as the season kind of, you know, makes its way, uh, you know, towards fall. But I don't know. I, I I kind of wonder, like, are we are we actually going to be able to get back on track towards, you know, high growth again? And again, I'm not I'm not racing towards that. I really am not. Um, I want to grow the right way from here on out. I don't want to. I'm not saying that I'll never buy another route, but it better be a really good deal. You know, really high um, average average revenue per customer, really good pools, tight, not all over the place, and very good multiple. Like it has to hit all of my ch- and 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 a lot of um, kind of. Uh, cover my butt clauses in the contract like two or three months of guarantee right you know so I, I don't know how I'm going to move forward with buying routes I don't know if I really will anymore um, I don't want shitty customers anymore and generally if you're selling the route generally speaking it's because it's full of shitty customers and I've dealt with a lot of shitty customers and I don't want to pay for shitty customers when I'm literally profitable day one um, on customers that I find myself whether through advertising, whether through word of mouth, which I'm getting a lot of word of mouth too, which is cool because I took a hit on word of mouth. I wasn't getting a lot of referrals um, for a while there. And all of a sudden we've been starting like, go figure. Once I start doing the pools again, we're starting to get word of mouth again. So yeah, I uh, it's pretty cool to see where this has been evolving. And um, I'm excited to see where this goes next. I still want to fix a few things. Like For example, next week, I'm going to be doing a very heavy uh, train my guys week um, because I need to fix their pacing. The pacing has become an issue where when I do the pools and keep the pace, they keep my pace. The minute I stop to go do a service call or a sales call or deal with some accounting issue or work with our contractor, anything, the minute I stop, their pacing goes to shit. And I need to have a pretty serious discussion with my team about that. But also I need to start training them on like I need to got guy, my guys, even though they've been out on their own for a while and they're rel- they're pretty independent and should be able to handle um, pools on their own. I'm going to take away the keys and, and you're, they're going to need to sit in my truck and we're going to need to go through pools together and, and do some training together and, um, because I, I I just think that's the only way I can fix this. I, I've tried so many things. I've tried to tell them. I've tried to show them. I've tried to lead in front. I've tried to do pools with them in the route to show them. But for whatever reason, it's like if I'm not there doing the pools to keep the pace, they don't keep the pace. Like, for example, yesterday is our easiest day. We have about 32 pools. It's the easiest day of the week. Um, I got done with eight of my pools by like 9.30, and they did too. Um, and then, uh, you know, 30 minutes later, they were done with 10, and we had... No, no, Uh, it was like 45 minutes later, they were done with their 10 pools. So they immediately slowed down and then we had two pools left and it took them an hour to do those two pools with two people. And that's just like a a management thing that I needed. I really, I just need to get hard ass. And honestly, I'm really, I I really hope it doesn't come to this, but, um, I'm also pretty fed up and I, I'm going to try everything I can to avoid this. So I want to be really clear about what I'm about to say. I want to, I want to try everything I can to avoid this training, you know, communication, working with the team, figuring out what the hell's going on, you know. But if I don't see an improvement with that specifically, where when I stop doing the pools, you stop doing the pools, if I don't see that improve, uh, I'm going to have to start firing people because I I don't have time for this. Because I really want to get back to working on uh, the dream of what this can be, right? And that's, I think, really what I'm getting at is, you know, we're starting to grow again. Like, without me really trying, just imagine what we could do if I actually try to grow. And, uh, you know, I, I need to be able to walk away from my team and know that they can handle their, their routes. My team has to be able to do 20 pools in 8 hours this time of year. Right now, they can barely handle 15. Um, unless I'm doing the routes with them. And when I do the routes with them, they can totally, they can totally handle it. They totally have the right pacing. Uh, so that's something I'm going to need to fix. But once I fix that, I really want to get back to the dream of what this is. The dream of what this is is a large company, thousand plus customers plus, you know, multiple trucks in the field, an office staff, you know, lead technician, field manager. I'm out of the route work totally. I'm doing diagnostics and sales, and I'm building. I'm starting to start build my sales team. Like the vision that I have for this company is a self-sustained, built on systems company, right? A real business, not an owner-operator, like the owner-has-to-be-involved-all-the-time business. And I know that that's very difficult to do. And and I didn't give it as much credit as it probably deserves early on, but I, I do give it credit. I've always known that what I'm trying to do is incredibly difficult. I've picked probably the worst Type of business to do it. Service-based businesses are the worst to to get to that point. They're the hardest to get to that point. They they are the hardest to scale because it's very human dependent. It's it's very um, they're they're hard to grow and nearly impossible to scale. And I know that I understand that, but I'm up to the task. Um, I'm up for the challenge. Because I've tried a lot of other businesses, and I never got any of them off the ground like this one. This one's actually getting off the ground, and uh, we're seeing results. And, you know, I, I really think we have the sh- a shot at building something like that. It's just going to take a lot of time. Um, you know, I don't know. You know, I know once we build our first location all the way out with, you know, field manager, lead technicians, office admin, um, you know, location, and you know all of these things are sort of, all of these little systems are dialed in and I don't really need to operate that first location so heavily and I can kind of take my step back there will be a decision about how do we scale because service based businesses I, at least as far as I understand it there's really like three ways to scale a, a company one is to continuously reinvest in and build out new locations and and stay the owner and you don't um you you basically take the model that you have and you replicate it. You just duplicate it over and over and over. You don't grow to this massive size, but I guess it's more growth, right? Is it's really the like where do we go once the the first location is built, which I am years away from, it, and I understand that. And then you know the next question is is well, and uh, the next uh, way to do it is, um, you license you license the the model, which I don't really think that's going to work in this industry as well. I mean it could work, but it's very you know, info product and not really something I've ever done before, not really something where I like, I just, I don't see a need for it. Um, without, without a, I'll put it to you this way. The licensing model would make a ton of sense if I had personally, if my company had a massive audience, that I could market to a a massive warm audience that I can market to from the get go. Um, and I'm not saying that I couldn't build that. Like maybe I spend the next few years trying to build that, but you know, that, that's like, uh, you know, that's a content creation. Like it, and and I don't mean like this podcast, what this podcast is, is this is just me documenting the journey for me. I'm not like, I mean, look at my Instagram. Like I've, I've posted stuff and then deleted and posted stuff and deleted. I'm not really trying to make this thing some huge thing. I just think it's an interesting uh, hobby. And I like making these. It's kind of cathartic, and I like sharing it. And there's a few, and I see a few of you like it too. So I keep making it because uh, clearly, and and I I see you guys out there. I see I see the numbers of listens. I don't know who you are, but I really appreciate you guys listening. And that's who I make it for. I make it for me mainly, and then for the people who have who have found it and like listening to it regularly. I do get regular view, uh, uh, not views. Uh, I do get regular listens, and it's really cool to see. Um, not huge numbers or anything. It's just fun. Like this is fun. What I would need to do for, for being able to, you know, do the licensing model is I would, you know, YouTube, all of the different social medias. I would need to make that my job to then fir- to first build this big audience and collaborate with other You know, it, it would just be a long project and it would basically be like starting over. And I don't really necessarily want to do that. And then finally, there's the franchising, uh, model and franchising service based businesses is very difficult. Um, you know, you need, I think they say you need like a hundred locations, uh, to even be profitable, to even make any kind of like money where it's worth all of the effort. And once again, it's like starting over, right? And you have to build that warm audience. So I think really that the only way I grow this thing is to just, you know, keep it in house, uh, locations, you know, cut, the general manager for each location in whether it be equity or whether it be um, profit share or whatever. Um, but that's still the goal to get to the, the point where I start having these. You know, the, the question on how do I grow fat past one location, right? How do I grow and scale this business? Do I go with location, license model or franchise model, right? Um, and, and, uh, that's still the end game. The end game is still there. And then hopefully one day someone says, Hey, this is a great business. I'd like to buy it. And if not, well, I have a great business and I'm, I'm rich already because, uh, you know, now I'm taking my, my profit, um, um distributions, right? I'm taking my salary. I'm taking my profit distribution. So I plan on making money for the rest of my journey. Um, that's not to say that I won't reinvest uh, profit periodically, but it'll be it, there, there will need to be a very solid uh, reason why uh, I am not taking my profit distribution every quarter. Um, anyway, so that that goal is still there. I still want to grow this. I still want to build this location to be um, self-sufficient. I still want to build something where I actually have the ability to take vacation, which I have failed to do so. I thought I was going to be I thought I was there this year, but both uh, both single days. I had I had one vacation for one day, that blew up, and I had to come back and I had to work on the day. Um, and then I had another vacation uh, scheduled where I was gonna take a Friday, I was gonna end my day early on Friday. And then have a day off on Monday. Uh, I was not able to end my day early on Friday. So I missed a hotel uh, a day at the hotel. I lost, you know, $400 or $300 or whatever it was for the hotel. Um, and then I had to come back early on the last day and work. So, you know, I, I clearly am not at the point where I can take vacation, which that was a tough blow. Because I really thought I was and I really wanted to. But not worth it. Um, but... I want to be able to build this. I want to be able to build this into a, a something that I can actually like live a good life, live the live the good life, right? I don't want to live an average life. I didn't go into business and accept all of this liability, all of this hard work. You know, the buck stops with me. There's no one else but to blame but me. I have to grow as a person to be able to get their kind of lifestyle. I I, I refer to it. My wife and I refer to it as we're living life in hard mode. Right, it, like video games. Right, I, I've chosen to live life on hard mode, and I don't think there's a better way. I, I think the best way to live life is on hard mode. Um, but the but the idea is, you know, you you play on hard mode for long enough, eventually you get those those bigger rewards, like bigger risk, bigger reward, and that's that's what I'm doing this for. Um, so I really want to get back to that, and I'm excited to do so, and it's just kind of cool to see, uh, after sort of cleaving out these issues and or, you know separating out these issues. Uh, Separating out these issues and uh, fixing them and making the business stronger for uh, it—it's just—it's been—it's been been cool to see that we just automatically have started to grow again. And um, I'm excited where it goes. And it's—it's sort of like kind of rekindled that flame for growth because I'll be honest—I was a little burned out, Um, you know, when when everything was going down and we were losing money left and right, and and it was it was looking really bleak there in the beginning of July you know, it, it was tough. It was tough to like really see like, Hey, does this actually go where I want it to go? And, and the answer was no, it doesn't. Um, at the time it wasn't, if I didn't fix these things, it would not be going in that direction. But now that we've, you know, mostly fixed these things and, and I'm still, we, like I said, we still have a lot more to go, but you know, we're, we're, I think we're past the worst of it for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, uh, it's cool. It's really cool to see it start to grow again. And it's really cool to remind, be reminded why I don't want to be a single polar, why I do want to build this big and why, why I do want to just put my head down and keep going and, and keep grinding and never give up. Because, boy, man, when you're on this journey, it, it's hard uh, sometimes to remember that. And, you know, there was a lot of points this year where I'm like, why do I even want to build that? And the answer is for all of the reasons I just said. I'm living life on the hardest mode you can you can live on. And at least, I mean, probably not, obviously I'm not in like wartime, but I mean uh, in America, you know, in my state, in my, with my environment, with my, with all of of these factors and I'm living life on what I would consider one of the hardest ways. I'm I'm taking the, one of the hardest ways to go because I know at the end of the time, you know, at the end of, at the other side of that, there is the potential of living a better life um, than I've ever been, Privy to right there's there's the potential that um, if I live today like this like the 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 cheesy saying if I live today like no one else is willing to live I will be able to live tomorrow like no one else can and that's why I'm doing this I want to provide that lifestyle for myself for my family for my wife and that's why we're working so hard and it's just you know you see these little bits. We, when you're, when the going gets tough and you have to fix all these problems and it's a fire and I'm up to my eyeballs and alligators every single day of the week and every single day of the week is hard. I'm dealing with shitty customers, dealing with confrontations, dealing with bad performance on my team, dealing with, you know, pools going green, dealing with chemical burns, dealing with, you know, uh, getting, you know, sick from, from so much chlorine inhaling, inhaling so much chlorine, like dealing with all of this stuff. That is hard. Hundred degree heat, back break. Like I literally may have broken my back. I think I might have slipped the disc. Both of my shoulders are permanently fucked unless I get surgery. And even if I get surgery, who knows? I'm getting older. I don't know if these things are gonna be fixable, right? Um, you know, dealing with all of this stuff can get wearing on you. And it's good to see that every once in a while you get these little like glimmers of light at the end of the time. And you're like, oh yeah. That's the that's the true north. That's the direction I want to go. I still want to go there because I still think it's possible. And uh, I I don't know. Just seeing seeing the numbers kind of go up again, without me really trying, and because I'm focusing on fixing all the other issues, just kind of rekindled the spirit. And uh, and uh, I'm really grateful. Uh, I'm really happy to see that. And I'm I'm gonna keep going. So uh, this one was a little weird, a little all over the place. But I wanted to get another one of these out. Um, this is where my head's at you know uh we have uh our one of our harder days today and then it's the weekend um couple filter cleans couple of service calls to do and then back to the route and then boom we'll we'll be done and on the weekend so thank you so much for listening and until the next one have a good rest of your day bye